Hello, I am Aaron Mankey, and welcome to another episode of Lore. <laughs> no, I'm just blind. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Wrenching on the Level. I'm your host, Mike Molesky, and today we're going to be talking a little bit about time management, something I am no expert at. Growing up into a young adult, I have always been a busybody. I do not like to sit still. I do not like to stay home. So I'm always looking for things to do. Now, I will admit that from a young age, I have focused on my career in the automotive. So I always work a lot. And what I would do is I'd get up early, go to work, work all day, get done, go home, shower, eat, go to bed because I'm exhausted from working, wake up and do it all over again. Well, as you get older, you obtain even more responsibilities, so that's not always the case of what can be done. You have responsibilities like laundry, dishes, cooking dinner for the family, going to a parental conference at school, doing something that you were invited to. The list goes on and on. We all know how it is. But what, how do you figure out what can be done? How do you figure out what your limit is? How do you figure out that you're not prioritizing things properly? <laughs> properly, excuse me. Um, I was never very good at it. My entire life work has always come first. But, you know, for the last seven years, I have been a parent and responsibilities have needed to change, uh, but they are slow to change. Now, luckily I've had an understanding partner in Beth that really, uh, you know, knew that I was working on my business to hopefully better our future. And I wanted to get things squared away and I hadn't really fine-tuned everything yet, so everything uh, still required me to work a lot. The amount of patience that that woman has had for me is uh, quickly depleting. (laughs) Uh, But no, seriously. um, Being with an entrepreneurial type or small business owner, um, especially one that still has to go to work every day, it's not easy. Uh, for a multitude of reasons. So, time management was a huge issue for me because I would be at work and I'm working and I'm trying to get these customers' cars done. And, you know, I'm worried, you know, if I don't get their car done in time, they'll be mad and then I get a bad review or, you know, they're going to argue with me about the price or, you know... They're going to be mad and I don't want to get yelled at. I got to finish the car because if I don't finish the car, then it's going to be rolling into my schedule for tomorrow, which is already busy because I'm two weeks in advance. So every single time that I have a vehicle that takes longer than expected, it throws off my whole groove. So it is the following day and it's the first time I'm able to get back into recording. Turns out primarily... The only time I have to record is on my drive to work in the morning. Other than that, I'm usually too busy. And that goes to show you my time management skills. 
So something that I wanted to bring up, uh, it's, it's pretty personal, but it's worth mentioning because it was a breakthrough for me with my time management. And essentially what happened was when my mom uh, got diagnosed with cancer in 2019, she was given a year to live. Stage four um, <clears throat> stage four cancer. Um, it was a lung cancer that metastasized all over her body and uh, started attacking her brain. But she had 12 months, and even though she was sick, you know, that's what sucks about being a grown-up. Everyone still has things they need to do. We still have responsibilities. We still have work, you know. And this woman, her life basically stopped and was all about cancer, cancer treatments, suffering from chemotherapy, finding rides because my mom, uh, sadly, my mom and her household never really made good decisions. So nobody had reliable transportation, freaking driver's licenses, you name it. Everything was usually uh, more difficult than it had to be. So that consumed her. And of course, you know, we're trying to live life while trying to be there for her in whatever way possible, but she never wanted to uh, bother us. And, you know, as it got closer uh, to the end of that timeline, you know, COVID had struck. We're in the middle of 2020, right in the thick of it. And she goes into hospice care and COVID rules are literally stopping us from going into the room and being with her. So you got my immediate and distant family fighting to go into the room and spend time with her. Luckily, the hospice place, uh, they took those COVID rules and, and bent them a little bit for people to see their loved ones because they understood what was happening. Now, where I'm going with this is I was trying to work at this time. And I had two locations going and I'm trying to be at one to grow it. And I was usually by myself and I had an awful mood, awful attitude. And I've gotten into my two worst arguments with customers during this time. It was just, you know, I didn't have any patience. <clears throat> and then it, it clicked with me. One day, I'm like, my mom is fighting for her life every minute of every day. And I'm worried about someone's Chevy Malibu with a flat tire. Really? I'm worried about not getting a bad review from someone. Like, fuck that guy. What am I, what am I doing being concerned about this just ridiculous stuff? That truly doesn't mean anything. When someone is dying, who am I to worry about such menial things when people's entire worlds are crumbling, their lives are ending, and I'm worried about getting a three-star instead of a five-star review? Like, who the hell am I? 
and from that moment on I was like I need to I need to change things up I need to I need to fix my life and be concerned about what matters you know I need to do things that make me happy while I can do them I need to do things that you know aren't necessarily serving the public opinion you know that's yeah I have a business and my job is to fix people's cars and make them happy so they keep coming back and you know I I still try to do that of course but I don't care about it the way I used to because it's it wasn't even a healthy thing I felt that the best thing for me to do was stop giving a heck or so much of a heck for that matter my time management is not just calculating a schedule how much time is spent here how much time is spent there it's about how much time that and how much life you pour into something what is worth your time what is worth your energy you know what is worth that missed time you know, are you spending time away from home? Sure. For what? What does it do for you? Is it helping you be a better person? Is it helping you... Um, is it helping you grow? Could it eventually help your family? Being thoughtful and aware of what you do with your time... I think is critical to our quality of life. I know people that have chosen drugs over life. I know people that have chosen sports over life. Their life is consumed with these things. And they really, other than having their drugs or their sports games, they don't have much else. Now, that's their prerogative, I guess. But when you look at it, from an outside perspective it's kind of sad time management is managing the only currency that we have that is worth anything and it's a currency that we can give out but nobody can give us that back I'm not saying go out there and be a yes man and go bungee jumping off of the Empire State Building and do a whole bunch of risky stuff. But I'm saying sit back and think about what matters the most to you. What doesn't need to matter so much that it hurts. What can you do to be happy? What can you do for your family? You know, we have the 24-inch gauge in Masonic teachings, and it tells you to basically split up time between your your God, your work, your family. And you can take that, and you can... Nothing is meant to be concrete with these teachings. It's use it in a way that benefits you, you know... You may not have to spend eight hours devoted to the deity of your religion, but it's about saying, hey, 
you need to divvy up your time properly so that you have done everything you need to do you have spent time with the people who matter to you most you have taken time to rest and rejuvenate yourself you've taken the time to do whatever you need to do spiritually to heal yourself so there I go again dabbling into a rant on the emotional ties of time management because it's about emotional attachment management to the things that you have to do and you have to make time for the things you have to do and your emotions and um, you know priority aspects do play a part you know I don't need to go over how to make a schedule with you how to use uh, you know your phone's calendar app or google calendar things of that nature you today's day and age everyone can figure that out if you're listening to a podcast you're on a smartphone and you already have appointments and reminders set and all those things and yes i have finally reached enough listeners for the um anchor app to allow me to have paid advertising from the app now of course everyone likes to make a little bit of money so hopefully you guys can stick with it through the paid advertisements. I don't know what they add to the advertisement post. You just click add paid advertisement to a section and that's it. You don't really know what it is yet. So thank you for listening. Thank you for having patience with me as I learn the, the ways of the podcast and the crappy popping and audio and the sound of me driving. Uh, if you stuck through it, I greatly appreciate you. Um, thank you again for subscribing, listening, following, and I will see you on the next one. In the meantime, I'm Mike Molesky for Wrenching on the Level. Let's get to work. 